You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients Podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Welcome back to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. We have my friend Julie Butler with us today, and we're chatting about the struggles of the entrepreneur who's just starting, all of the noise that's coming at them, what to do with all of that. Should you try all the things that are coming at you, or should you just keep things simple? I think it's so tempting for us to try all these complicated things, and we're going to talk about the repercussions of that and what we suggest you do instead. You're going to love this conversation, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Julie, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I'm so happy you're on today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I just love everything about you and everything you do. And I I think we're going on three or four years of knowing each other now. I know know. it's been, yeah, it has to be about four years very soon. Uh, Uh This podcast is being released on your birthday. So happy early birthday to you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Julia's second time on the podcast. I cannot believe that it's probably been quite a while since you were first on and uh, everything changes so much. So I'm excited to have you on because we always have new listeners, people who can learn from you. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself again and tell everyone about what you do and we'll go from there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. So the the short of it is that I've been an entrepreneur for, wow, it's going on almost 16 years now. And I wasn't born an entrepreneur. I didn't grow up thinking I'm going to become an entrepreneur. It just kind of happened to me. Long story short, I just... I was traveling, taking a lot of photos, and I I just grew a love for photography. And then when I my first son was born, he's 16 now, how time goes fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I started taking pictures of him and I wanted to document his life. And so I, I threw myself in learning about photography. And so I unknowingly, I, I, I wasn't like, I'm going to become a photographer. It kind of just happened. People started asking me to take photos for their families. And then one thing led to another. And here I am, you know, a few years later, a sought out wedding photographer being published in magazines, et cetera, et cetera. So, but a few years of wedding photography. And then I, you know, like, like sometimes we just grow out of it. And I grew out of wedding photography, not because I didn't love the people, just it was exhausting. And it was taking up all my weekends. And so I decided that I was going to dive into photographing families and I do some person, I do a lot of personal brand photography, which I love, love, love. But what happened to me in the process was that I knew that I didn't want to work all the time because that's that kind of when I was doing weddings in one year, I shot 37 weddings and I knew that I didn't want to go back to that time where I was busy. Like Lindsay, you know, you, you always talk about simplifying your business so that you, you can, you know, work, uh, like work simply, like simplify mm-hmm. your business so that you don't have to work all the time. And it doesn't have to be like that. We don't have to work all the time to have successful businesses. And so I knew that I needed to create something so that I didn't have to work all the time. And so that's how I got thinking about creating an online international business. And so that I could photograph people, families, and personal branding 
in like a handful of them, because I knew that if I did it too much, I wouldn't love it anymore. And who wants that? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I came with, came up with the idea of having a stock photo membership. So I have a stock photo, it's called Stock by Jewels, and it's a, a stock photo membership for female entrepreneurs. And with the help of you, Lindsay, I was able to create an online course a year ago and, and just build my business online and scale it and without having to work all the time. So that's essentially the gist of who I am. Well, I love who you are and it's been so fun to watch you grow and to see all these new things you're trying and no one else tries as hard as you do, Julie, to, to make things beautiful and to make things happen. I, I love clients and students who just emerge, immerse themselves in the content and then implement. That's my favorite. Yes. <laughs> um, you definitely implement everything you learn. And I love that about you. And I think that's so important because so many people can sit and dwell in the learning stages and the I'm feeling inspired stage and then never do anything. And that's yeah. why there's a big difference in the entrepreneur who sits and feels inspired and, and learns all the time to the person who implements. So yes. you went in and you, you created this course last year. What is this course all about and what does it help people do? So my course is called beautiful business in a box. And you guys, if you're listening and if you uh, know anything about Lindsay and you know um, anything about her course, Stand Up, Stand Up Coaching Academy, that's what I joined. And it helped me to get from where I was with the idea in my head that I wanted to create a course, but I had no idea what that looked like to, to having the course created and launched. And now I've launched it a few times with the help of Stand Up Coaching Academy and you know working with you as well. So my course is Beautiful Business in a Box. And basically, it's a course that's going to get you from stuck and overwhelmed to having your beautiful business created. So what that means is like, we're going to work on creating your website and your logo, your branding. I, of course, include stock photo membership in my course. And but I want to help you get to that place of overwhelm. Like, you know, there's so many things we have to do, Lindsay, you know, like, you know, having things connected so that people can join our email lists. And then what do we want on our website? And, you know, what does that look like? Having like, you know, helping them create a roadmap to, to what do they want to create and what do they want to look like and, and the customer journey. And I help them create, you know, those freebies or lead magnets and, help them connect all the dots so that they have a business that is simply running for them in the back end. And while they can focus on their zone of genius. So good. So mm -hmm. when you have new students come in, what are they struggling with? Like you said, I help them connect the dots. So when their dots are all over the place, what does, what does their life look like? So you know, I think that for a lot of us, and I think we probably all have experienced this, I know I have myself, when you're overwhelmed with all the things like, you know, when I first started on this online entrepreneurial journey, I, first of all, I didn't know what a lead magnet was and growing your email list that was foreign to me. So, so that along with creating it, setting it up, and you know, how do we do all of that? It paralyzed me. And so I stayed stuck and I wasn't doing anything because I didn't know where to start. And so I kind of just rode the wave. And I think that we get stuck in, 
in that place. And then we consume content, right? Like we download all the PDFs, the free PDFs and the free courses and all of that stuff. And we just consume, consume, consume. And we, we kind of like, we, we get in our own way of starting the process, creating the things to get us from where we are to where we want to be. So I, that happened to me. I think that, and it's, I think a normal thing that we go through and it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but being aware of that and knowing that, okay, you know what? I got to start somewhere. So where do I start? I think that's the key is awareness, right? Oh, it's absolutely the key. It's awareness. It's normal, but you have to get out of it. I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm very, very careful about what I consume. I think it's almost like you have to compare it to your diet. You, you, it's like you go on a sugar binge of consuming all this yummy goodness. Cause when we are listening to all the podcasts and we're doing all the free stuff, mm-hmm. it feels so good at the moment and mm-hmm. you're printing it off and you're like so excited because you're working on your business and you're eating all the sugar. And then, oh my gosh, I cannot eat one more bite. I am mm-hmm. topped out. And now then once you start to break away from that habit and you know, like, okay, here comes a cookie coming towards me. Um, not the cookies are bad, but here comes a cookie <laughs> towards me. I can listen to this hour podcast on how this, this guru grew their email list, or I could just keep doing what I'm doing. You have to be very conscious of your choice. Mm-hmm. You're going to go. It almost feels like to me setting myself back because I'm not trusting in where I'm going. And so I'm like, oh, let me look behind me, grab this cookie here mm-hmm. and just go back into that. Do you kind mm-hmm. of feel that that same way when yes. you see new things come out? Yes. And I've also like, you know, I used to sign up to all of these emails and everything. Now, if I've signed up for something and I do not know what that person does or who that person is, I unsubscribe because I'm like, obviously, this is not something that I'm interested in. And our time is valuable. And you, you said it perfectly, Lindsay, you're so aware of the time you spend consuming content. And it's so important because we can go down that rabbit hole and just spend hours and hours, right? Like going and, and, you know, oh, I'm going to look at this, or I'm going to look at that. But one thing I want to mention, and I sometimes I but I, I catch myself doing it sometimes. And I'm getting better at not doing it too much, but it's overthinking things, Mm -hmm. right? Like you overthink, like I know myself, like I've spent so much time overthinking, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Instead of just listening to my intuition and my heart. And I've learned a lot, like I've learned that from you, like over the years of being in your, your, you know, being around you and your tribe and the way you teach us. And you just like, you preach, you know, don't overthink it, keep it simple. What does your heart say? What does your intuition say? And that's so important because following our gut and listening to our intuition speaks of volumes. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. And I still go through those things where (laughs) I want to do something new or try something new. And then I think I can kind of feel it when I'm voicing it to my husband, because I'll just talk his ear off about this new idea that I had or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then lovingly look at me like, okay, well, let's just stop talking for a second. And what do you really want to do here? And then, so I'll tell him what I want to do. And this is how it always goes, how it always goes. I will tell him I'm going to do this. 
and this is how it's going to be. And then I'll sit for a minute and then I'll say, okay, no, I'm not going to do that, but I'll take a tiny piece of that plan and I'll do that because that is way easier. And then Mm -hmm. he just needs to let me talk it out. And I just need to talk it out. And it always goes back to keeping things simple. I know there are a lot of businesses out there that want you to have so many complicated if then scenarios and all of these things. And that Mm -hmm. just never really felt right to me. And I don't think that that applies to everybody. What do you think about those complicated strategies that are out there and how does it feel for you? Or do you like to just say, you like, you go back to how Julie wants to run her business because we talked at the beginning, you were saying it's so different now, how your business runs than Mm -hmm. how it used to run. It's easy now. I can, I trust that it's running for me. So when we add in all these little bits and sparkly pieces that are out there, what does that happen to, what can happen to somebody when they're just in the beginning stages and they're consuming the do one reel a day, do this a day, this a day, this day, what can happen to them? What are the risks? I know. So, and you know, I think when you said that you also get caught in those things, like I think we're only human, so it's natural, Mm -hmm. but again, going back to the awareness and knowing that we do these things and, and just kind of going back and saying, okay, I'm aware of this. What does feel, what does it, feel for me. And so there's so many different strategies now that they throw at us, like between the, you know, like you said, having complicated funnels and all that stuff. And I've tried it like I, Mm -hmm. you know, but it, it just, it didn't feel right. And so I don't, I don't believe that we have to have these complicated funnels and, and ways of getting people into our worlds. And, and if I've learned anything is that you have to keep it simple. But one thing that I've learned in the last little while is that you have to do what feels most aligned with you. Alignment is key because it's all about energy, right? And so while keeping things aligned with you and your values, and how is it that you want to do it? Like I decided I wanted to keep it simple. I wanted to have one freebie, one course. I want to have a simple way of getting people into my world. And I even, Lindsay, I used to have a like 14 day welcome sequence and for two different things. And I was like, this is crazy. Simplify. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Lindsay says all the time, right? Simplify. So I decided I was going to have one welcome sequence. I have, I think it's like the email they receive once they sign up for the free thing. Mm -hmm. And then one or two emails, just, you know, making sure that, you know, they got the freebie and giving them another like, you know, serving them a little bit of, of who I am, but then that's it. Like Mm -hmm. I decided that, you know what, they're, they're, they're in my world now. And I'm just going to continue serving them instead of bombarding them with this like five email sequence. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, I tapped into what feels right for me, Mm -hmm. what feels aligned because what if I've learned anything in the last while is that feeling aligned with your offers or how you want to run your business or the things that you want to do is, is energy. And when your energy is off, it, your things aren't going to convert. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to, to tap into who you are and being true to yourself in terms of how you want to run things, what you want to sell, what you want to offer, how many things, like if you want to offer 10 things, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it feels aligned, mm-hmm. but 
that being said, keeping it simple is so key, especially if we want to, like a lot of us are, are we have families, you know, we're, we're not just a business owner, we're a mom. We are also, we cook, we clean our homes, we, we make, take care of our children. And a lot of us, our husbands work, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we're, we're kind of like these, like these human beings who have like 10 like mm-hmm. let's say five big responsibilities right so it's mm-hmm. important to keep it simple because if we get in our heads too much it just it can cause us to be paralyzed and know that it's okay that if you do have an idea for your business you don't have to do it now you can yeah. always do it in the future i think we're yes. on such a like i got to do it now or else it's never going to work and we're putting these deadlines on our ideas which doesn't make any sense to me and that's mm-hmm. why I always say, like, put it in your rainy day folder. You can always do it later. Yes. I don't know. I decided that my business is not going to just be around for a couple of years. I want it to be around for a while. So if I have mm-hmm. a really good idea and I don't feel like doing it now, well, I can just do it later. It's not exactly. a problem. It's like having a product, an innovative product team on your, in your business, but it's just you and you're just sliding it over to somewhere else. But I yeah. think it takes like, it takes skill to understand if you should do something right. And, and you might try it and it might not work. And so you might feel down about yourself because you had this great idea, but it didn't work. Has that ever happened to you, Julie? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, like also going back to the aligned and energy, if you, we have all these ideas and, and I like telling people like, you, you don't feel guilty about not doing the thing. Like we have the idea and there's nothing wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with putting it on the rainy day folder, but sometimes we, we feel guilty because we're not, you know, creating it or doing it. But sometimes if we're not in that, that feel the good feels about creating the thing, we we might create it you know, mm-hmm. half good, not as good as, you know, it might be if, if we just waited later when we're in that zone to create that product or that, you know, little course. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I had this idea of creating a mini course that would help create a lead magnet and a tripwire offer. And it sat on my rainy day project list for a while until I created it and you know what it didn't make any difference in in like the outcome like when I created it and when I launched it it sold because Mm -hmm. my energy felt my energy and my alignment was right and in this time of creating this little mini course that I've created I am really good at coming up with ideas too and I have a good test. So if I come up with something, I will put it on my task list for the next day. Mm-hmm. And when I see it, I haven't, I trust my instant reaction to it. If I'm like, oh my gosh, what were you thinking? <laughs> then it's going to go somewhere else. If mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh, I get to work on this, then I'm going to keep moving forward with it. And I think we have to trust our first instinct when it comes to ideas. And yeah. then, cause sometimes I'm always going back to food. I must be hungry. Um, it's, it's like, you know, nine o'clock in the morning and you're, you're thinking, oh, I should make tacos for dinner tonight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not going to go and make the tacos right now because you're not hungry mm-hmm. and it's not the time for, it's not the time for tacos. So 
you can do it later and then it'll be delicious and it'll be amazing. So think of it that way. Like your ideas are there for a reason, but you don't have to do them right now. And is it going to, is it going to complicate your business? And I always see when clients come up with ideas and they get lost in the translation of Mm -hmm. telling me what the idea is about. And I'm just Mm kind of looking at them like, what? And they don't even know where their, where their idea ends and they just kind of trail off. And I said, that was super confusing. So imagine how confusing that is going to be to everybody else. We have to simplify this because if it's confusing to you, it's going to be confusing to everyone else. Correct. Okay. And then then you, again, the key simple. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think like I, we get in our heads too much. I mean, I do it. I, you know, and sometimes I get stuck in there for way too long, but Mm -hmm. knowing that we're doing that and going back to the, okay, what does my intuition tell me? And what does my heart and what feels aligned? And I just grew to a place where I want to keep it everything as simple as possible. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a gentleman about a month ago, and he was telling me all these ideas that I could do to grow a standout coaching academy. And I, I wish I, my body language while he was talking, he, he's the sweetest person ever, but my body language while he was talking to me was me standing there with my arms crossed, shaking my head. No. And then he kind of started laughing at me and he, (laughs) and he said, you're not liking anything that I'm saying. And I said, no, I think your ideas are amazing and they work for you. But all of those things that you just told me feel super wrong for how I want my business to be perceived and Mm -hmm. run. And I'm, I'm stubborn and I'm not going to move from what I'm doing because I believe in it. And Mm -hmm. it was just kind of a funny conversation because he's a very successful business owner and I'm Mm -hmm. standing there turning him down because I don't believe in that, that specific process will work for me. And it'll make me dread coming into my office every day because this, this strategy is the only thing that's going to make my business grow. That is not true. Mm -hmm. What's going to make your business grow something that makes, that feels good for you. And then like we keep saying is simple. Yeah. And that's so important, right? Because as a business owner, it's so easy to get caught up in, in, and comparing and looking at what everybody else is doing. And then, especially when you see them or your perception is that they're really successful with the way they're doing things. But the Mm -hmm. thing is that, and the thing we don't maybe know about it is that that's the strategy that feels good to them. There Mm -hmm. is no right or wrong way of doing things. If you feel that what feels right for you is the way you're running and growing your standout coaching academy business, then that is the perfect, perfect thing that it's the exact thing you should be doing. But if you feel that you should have a 10 day, you know, a 10 email welcome sequence, and you feel and you truly believe that that's what's going to work for you, then that you you should go with that, right? Because there's, Mm -hmm. if I've learned anything in the last six months is that there is no right or wrong way of doing it. You just mm-hmm. have to, first of all, we test things, right? To see what works and what doesn't work, but you have to do what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. And then that can be so frustrating for mm-hmm. newer entrepreneurs to hear because they want the the layout. Like, what do I do yeah, to make this I work? Know. And then they try everything and it's still not working and they can get so frustrated so easily. Mm-hmm. And I know what that feels like. I know it because you're like, I have everything. I did everything. Why isn't it working for me? And am I the only one that isn't working for me yeah. working? And what is wrong with yeah. my business? What am I missing? What's your advice to them? 
And, you know, I've, I've been there not that long ago and I was feeling the feels like, why is it not working? How come it's not, you know, should I be doing it this way? Or maybe I should be doing that that way. And, and looking for that, that shiny object syndrome that they talk about, right? Like looking mm -hmm. for the next course that's going to maybe help me scale better or, or all of those things. And you know what I decided? I decided to, to be like, no, I have an amazing product. I am good at what I do. And I let all of that go. I let it go. And I'm like, what feels right to me? Because there is no wrong solution. And there is no, I mean, there is no, there's no magic sauce. The magic sauce or the magic is in a, what's aligned to you, what feels right to you and to just go with it and trust Trust that it's going to work the way you want to do it, not the way someone else does it or the way someone else does it, because the way the way they're doing it, like I said, there's nothing wrong with all of those different ways of doing it, but you really have to tap into what feels right for you. And that's what I decided to do. I decided to let all of that go and trust and trust and believe in my product, in my business, and that success will come to me because of the way I've chosen to do things. Mm -hmm. And giving your business time to grow and bloom yes. and yes. develop strong root system where mm -hmm. it's going to stand there for you when it's windy and rainy and there's some storms or the sun. I mean, there's so many variables and different seasons in mm -hmm. having an online business and you have to be okay if you're not, if you're starting a business, if you're growing a business and you're not okay with letting time go mm -hmm. and know that it's going to take a while, yeah. then you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Um, it's not going to take three months, 90 days. It's just not, we've heard those no. stories and you don't know the back end of them. We don't. Along. And Julie said, she's been an entrepreneur for 16 years. I've been uh, in the online business systems for over 10 years. This is not like, oh, finally, I got my website up. Look at all these clients coming in. That's not how it worked. No, and I think it's really frustrating to hear when people get, when other people get frustrated when they first started that I've been doing this for five months and I have nothing happening. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my goodness, my love, you have to have some patience, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, like, it's not talked about enough. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you see the success stories online. I did this and I grew my business to this and, you know, but maybe they were trying for 10 years and mm -hmm. then it finally clicked. Right. Like, and I think, I think maybe a little bit more and more people are talking about it now, but you know, there's no shame in having a failed launch. Like I launched my mm -hmm. business this summer and so did you, we launched our courses and we had zero people sign up. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, am I going to stop selling my course? Absolutely not. Because I know that my course has great value to bring to many women in this world. And so it's a disservice for me to quit on yes. my people. Oh, yeah, I love that. And mm -hmm. it's not about you you have to get that oh. out of your head. This is not mm -hmm. about you. This is about helping yeah. other people. And yes. the problem is, is with every single person that I know who is frustrated with the growth of their business, there are dollar signs in their eyes. And I keep telling them, get them out. I know money's important. And I yes. had a podcast uh, guest on maybe a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I said, what do you tell the entrepreneur who is frustrated with their growth? Cause they're not making any money and they're impatient for their results. And I love her answer. And it was get a job. <laughs> and I think that was hilarious because I said, yes, if you need money, then go find a job, go mm -hmm. 
go find a part-time job, go do something online and mm-hmm. support your business. That's how I supported the growth of my business was with my job. And like, don't yeah. think that this is the only thing I can do forever. Cause I decided I'm going to grow my own business. Yeah. And what she said again, she said, you are a grown woman. You have to be responsible and take care of yourself. If you want to start a business, you need funds to do it. So go yeah. get them and start your business. I loved yes. it. That's that's it's so so good. I love it too. But also, I, I think like going back to the money thing, there's nothing wrong with wanting money and wanting a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that we get caught up in the wanting and the needing of the money, and we forget mm-hmm. that that to let go and know that the universe has our back and that it's a desire. We have a desire to want more things and more money, right? So I think when we get to that place of of desire instead of need and, and want mm-hmm. things start changing for us too. And have an idea of what you're going to do with this money once it comes in. Cause mm-hmm. we're so focused on the dollar and well, what's going to happen when you get that first client come in, what are mm-hmm. you going to do with that money? What's your intention for it? How are you going to help your family, your business, other people mm-hmm. with this money? And then what are you going to do when you have 10 payments coming in a month, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with that? If you're still Mm going to have that mentality, it's never going to feel easy for you. Yeah. And I was, Uh, I was listening to something this morning and it was a good reminder and it was on a podcast, but it, she said, you should be proud of where you are right now. And you should be proud of no matter where you are, that you've come to a place where, you know, like we're speaking to online entrepreneurs right now, but you should be proud that you have created or started created this for yourself and your family and to serve the world. We should all be so proud of where we are today. Mm, I love that. We absolutely should. We are not the same person we were last year. Take a look Mm -hmm. at who you were last year. Look at all the things that you've done in that time span and imagine what you will do in the next year and have faith that it will, it will, it will come for you. Everyone's journey is different and don't be frustrated with that answer because it is, it's just the truth. And sometimes the truth is frustrating. It's not as sexy and it's exciting to hear, Mm -hmm. but once you're okay with that, oh my gosh, it feels like you lost 50 pounds off your shoulders and you can keep moving forward. So get rid of that weight and that pressure to have this growing and making money so fast. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. Just allow, allow your business to grow at its own pace. That's my best advice for everybody. I know Julie, you've heard me say that dozens and dozens of times. And I believe that that's what your students learn when they're working with you too. It's like, let's keep this simple. Let's get this done and then allow it to grow. Exactly. 100%. I mean, what's the other option, right? So (laughs) why not? (laughs) No, quitting is not an option. (laughs) Quitting is not an option. (laughs) Julie, how can people find more about you and learn about your course and follow you on social? You can follow me on social. So IG or Facebook, my handle is Julie C. Butler XO. And if you want to find, uh, come and see me or come and creep my website, juliecbutler.com. Super simple. And I've got a freebie vault on there. If you want to learn more about beautiful business in a box, you can. And yeah, I'd love to have you come and visit, say hi, come and send me a message on IG or I'm there for you if you have any questions about anything. Amazing. Julie is a very sweet and very generous soul. So go share your love for this episode with her, go to her freebie vault. And if you're having troubles growing your business and just getting it started, 
go join Beautiful Business in a Box and she will help you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast again, Julie. It's always lovely to talk with you. And I'm, I'm so grateful for our friendship and just to be able to watch you do what you do. Thank you so much for having me again, Lindsay. It's always an honor. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.